0: Welcome, everyone, to the Holstein House podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin, of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate, plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. Good morning, good morning, good morning. (laughs) This is Robin, your hostess. Not with the mostest. (laughs) Oh, coming to you from the bunker again this morning. Um, We do have another pre-recorded show today. And again, I apologize for that. Um, Maybe I shouldn't apologize because, you know, life, but it's pre-recorded and it'll be set to go up at the regular time i have the um we're still having the um project the tuesday thursday project at the church it starts at 10 o'clock that'll go through the first week of july except for next week now next week june the um 27th we should be live live uh, because the uh, young lady that does is doing the program from the extension office will be on vacation, so we won't have that program next week. And that'll be <laughs> fun to get back to that if everything goes well, as you'll find out as we move along this morning. A little more allergy e today, like. Uh, like we tend to have when the pollen counts go up it's humid out it's supposed to rain off and on actually every day this week i think it's supposed to rain so it'll be good for the gardens and stuff but bad for our lawnmower because <laughs> it's just going to be the grass is going to be high by the time it gets dry enough to to cut when we're all here and able to do that Welcome to Holstein House, the Holstein House prog- podcast or broadcast. This is the 73rd broadcast of the Holstein House um, podcast and, and YouTube. Um, the, um, oops, sorry, a little distracted there. It's the 73rd episode of the Holstein House podcast, and broadcast. And you can find us on most of the social media, the larger social media. Uh, YouTube fount- Fountain FM is for the podcast. Uh, Noster, Rumble, TikTok, Clapper. Yeah, I'm still on Clapper. I have a love-hate relationship with that. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, MeWe, Freesteading, Apple Podcasts, Google, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, iHeart. I- I uh, tune in and some other ones there. So anywhere you get your podcast, you should be able to pick us up. If not, send me a note. If you stumble across the uh, video here, or if you stumble across a comment or a link somewhere, and you find out that we're not on your favorite podcasting platform, let me know and we'll see what we can do about that. You can go to robinholstein.com. There's a contact page that you can uh, find out how to reach me there or you can make a comment here where you're hearing me and uh, I'll try to respond to that right away. I do ask uh, if you're not already a follower to please select the option to follow the broadcast Uh, and depending on the platform you're on, thumbs up or like or heart or, or zap, clip, subscribe, share all with all your friends and followers that there's a little B&B in West Virginia who also does a podcast broadcast YouTube. And uh, we'd like to talk about a lot of variety of things like, like was in the opening. But um, for the most part, recently we've been talking about things going on here. I haven't had the opportunity to do a lot of videos. Videos need time to set up and you need to not have guests and people in the house and things. So I need to get back on that, but uh, we'll see what happens. I have a couple of things in mind that I want to do. And uh, one of them actually has been weighing on me a lot is uh, that I'd like to do. I'm kind of off track here is um, a video on the differences between those. And I'm using air quotes here, Mason jars that you buy sauces like spaghetti sauce or cheese sauce or marinara sauce or or stuff like that that say mason that's embossed mason on there and true curveball atlas you know golden harvest true mason jars mason style jars that are intended for home food processing there is a difference and uh, although people may use those sauce jars like a true mason jars and get away with it for a while, they're not intended for that. And there's a difference in the volume and stuff that I want to, I, I want to do a video on and show you guys. So uh, that's weighing on me. I've got stuff set out to do that, but I just haven't been able to do it yet. So in case you hadn't noticed, I do have the little, uh, little. Depending on which angle, I don't know which angles camera's going to show you, that says uh, pre-recorded. And of course, everything on YouTube is recorded at some point and it's recorded live because you can't record when you're dead. But I'm recording this instead of recording a live show with interaction and comments from folks because I've got some stuff going on at the church, like I mentioned earlier. We do broadcast on Tuesdays and Fridays at 10 o'clock. Um, the church has a program going Tuesday and Thursdays right now. So um, Thursday's not a big deal, but uh, Friday should be a live show. Last Friday wasn't because I had to take dad and well, dad and I both had uh, appointments with our cardiologists and um, that was at 10 o'clock and that was pre-scheduled before I started doing the shows. So, and those kind of appointments, I don't like to change because sometimes they're really hard to get in. Some of the, some of the doctors that we see, like our dermatologist, rheumatologist and the cardiologist, lots of ologists there, are scheduled out so far that if you have to miss, you're running the risk of getting fitted in somewhere and sitting there for six hours just to get a two-minute visit with the doctor. So the American healthcare system is fair. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that hate it. I, I'm i okay with it. I'm not a giant wave of flag fan of it, but, you know, it is what it is. It's what we've got. Anyway, let me get back to what I need to be getting back to, or at least getting started on, because I don't think I've started it yet. So uh, some of you guys that have been following us for a while understand that uh, I've had a long-term goal of getting the, um, the structure that's here on the property. It, it could technically be a single family or a single unit, uh, single bedroom unit, except for the roof is bad, and then we get the roof fixed, then we've got to do some remodeling, we've got to do some electrical work, we think, we think, just based on the age and the condition of the structure, we think there'll be electrical work that needs to be done, and um, plumbing work we know will have to be done, because it was going to, it was connected to a septic, a little small septic, which has since been removed, and there's public sewage, um, PSD kind of stuff now, so that's going to have to be worked on, um, but anyway, the first thing that had happened would be a roof, and I have been struggling because of my front porch. We had that um, freeze in, over Christmas. It was a hard freeze, sudden hard freeze, and the columns supporting the roof on the front porch deteriorated quickly when that thawed. I mean, of course, you know, the wood was damp, so it expanded when it froze, and when it thawed, it just collapsed because it was rotten in, inside. And... Uh, We got a contractor uh, who had done a lot of good work for us in the past to come out and replace those. Some of you guys remember me talking about that and showing some pictures and stuff. And he also agreed to do the rails, to put new rails, because the old rails wouldn't connect to the current setup. And um, he agreed to do that. I gave him more than half. Down to get started, and I didn't blink an eye at that because he had done a lot of good work. He'd done a, a substantial roof on our place. In this, this is not a flat roof, it's a really weird, odd barn shaped roof, uh, gambrel roof, I think is what it's technically called. And uh, he he had done um, a concrete pad for us, which was a kind of fair job, it did crack fairly soon, even though it was supposed to have that fiberglass stuff in it, and it's not a big crack, but, you know, there you go. It cracked within not too long, Um, but it was okay. I mean, you know, he didn't charge us a fortune. He did some uh, emergency work for my father um, when my father fell here a while back. I, I wasn't doing the show then, and he was in the hospital, and we couldn't get a walker through his bathroom door. I mean, it was really narrow, and the we needed to take the tub out and put a shower stall in, and he did that work for us, put in a, a handicapped toilet and a smaller sink and stuff so that Dad can maneuver on a walker through there. And He did that for us. He put a roof on my Dad's place. Um, it was no big, I mean, it just, he's done a lot of good work, and Dad's called him a couple different times for kind of urgent stuff, and he's he's helped Dad out. He's done a great job, but on this porch rail, he's really let me down, and uh, it's been four months since I gave him that deposit and I have seen nothing uh, from him to show any progress. Every step of the way for me to find out what was going on, I had to pull that information out of him. I had to text him. I had to reach out to him and say, what's going on? When is this going to be done? And week after week, I, well, not week after week, because I didn't start out every week. I waited about three weeks before I asked you the first time, what's going on with this? I've got to get the stuff ordered. It's no big deal. A couple weeks later, what's going on with this? Uh, I'm having a hard time finding it. I may have to get something different. Are you okay with that? We talked a little bit about the different options. And then the next couple weeks, oh, well, they're having trouble ordering. And then the next couple weeks, well, they can't get it. And there's been this issue at the distributors and there's been this change. And um, I said, well, can you cancel it with that p- those people and get it somewhere else yeah yeah we'll cancel it then four weeks later you know I need to know that you've got this you know I'm messaging him you know either bring me my money back in cash that I gave you or come on show me some proof so he takes a picture of an invoice of some sort it's not the full picture I mean it's enough that it has his address it shows uh, what looks like the portrayal but it doesn't actually say that and it doesn't have an amount on it it looks more like an order form instead of a pickup, uh, pack, uh, packing slip. So another week goes by and I say, what's going on? And no answer. Another week goes by, I says, so yeah, am I going to have this by Memorial Day? And no answer. And so um, Monday of this week, I messaged him that um, he had until, let me look at the date, the 23rd of June. 2023 at 5 p.m. to have the railings installed properly, or on Monday, June the 26th at 9 a.m., I will be at the courthouse. Wow. A couple hours later, here he comes. Well, it's a little more than a couple hours because I sent that before 7. By 10 o'clock, he is unloading the materials in my front yard now i'm recording this at um at 7 30 it's 7 30 now it's because i have to be over to church by 10 well actually by 9 30 to open up and get started but so um (laughs) we'll see if he comes back and does any work uh and uh I, i don't know just plopping it in my yard he didn't ring the doorbell. The way I knew he was here, you know, I have a ring a ring video doorbell system. And, of course, when people come up to the front front door, it starts recording. And it messages my phone, hey, there's there's movement. So I uh, I checked that, and I saw that he was dry. He was pulling up with a little um, hauler on the back of his truck. And he had a guy helping him unload the stuff. And so he plopped it down in the yard and covered it with a piece of plastic, kind of, sort of it's not really covered. It's it's okay. I'm not fooling with it. He needs to do that. We'll see if he comes back and gets it done. I mean, just plopping the stuff on my front yard is not going to satisfy. I mean, I'll be, I don't know how much he's paid for it. I know how much I gave him. So I really, I don't like doing this. I don't like having this kind of a disagreement with somebody. I've been attempting to be patient. It's been almost six months, almost six months. So. Um, it's just ridiculous for a, for, for a small, I mean, it's not even a big porch, you know? And um, what he told me when he agreed to do it, he'd have a couple guys over and it'd be done in a day. Once he gets the materials, no big deal. Six months later, there's nothing. If it's mismanagement on his part, I don't know. And at this point today, I don't care. There comes a point when as the consumer, I have to say enough's enough. And, uh, you know, I'm in a cycle of saying enough's enough. I'm saying enough's enough on some social media things. And I'm saying enough enough, enough is enough on some business things. And I'm saying enough's enough on this. So I have reached the point where I'm, I'm not fooling around anymore with this stuff. I'm moving forward. And if I have to drag you to court to get my money back or to get the job done, I will do that. You know, I it's going to be small claims court. I checked our small claims court goes up to $10,000. This project is not going to be ten thousand or it's not supposed to be anywhere near ten thousand dollars. but um you know i'll I'll fill out the paperwork. I'll ask for court costs, and maybe some uh, I forget what they call it, but some some compensation for my aggravation because I've been dealing with this for since well, if you want to count from the point when I gave him the da- deposit and not the point we started talking about the project, the deposit was on the tr- I think it was the twenty fourth of February. so. March, April, May, you four months for that, Um. but, you know, having, I, I've, I've got the the messages that I've sent back and forth, and so I, I can show the timeline where I have asked, and asked, and asked, and asked, and every time he said this, I'll have it done by Friday, I'll have it done this week, I'll have it done, you know, I believe now, you know, a a, a judge may say differently, but I believe that is a contract to have it done by this date. And each time he didn't do that, it's violated a contract. We'll see what happens there. But um, I don't do these things lightly. And I try to give people, you know, the benefit of the doubt. I try to be, um, I don't want to say lenient, but I, I try to be flexible. I mean, I know things come up, but honestly. This is insane. And I know he had another big project, and he told me about that. And he kept saying, well, I'm under the gun for this other project. I'm under the gun for this other project. Well, then don't take on this job. And I had someone on Noster say, well, sometimes, you know, it's, a, it's a, a worker issue. You can't get people to work. Okay, then tell me that. Tell me you've had people quit. Tell me you had to fire a guy because he he was drunk on the job. Tell me, you know, something fell through. Just tell me. Why is it so difficult to keep people informed? It's amazing to me, the people who just won't let me know what's going on, you know. I, he's got a lot, more than $1,000 of mine in deposit. We're not talking a $20 bill. So, um... This is, you know, it's a big deal to me, and it needs to be taken care of. So, anyway, I've gone on with that as long as I want to do it. Um, we, I did reach out to a different contractor for the roof on the what we we call it a doghouse. I mean, it was called a doghouse by the previous owner, and I think. Because of the way it was built, it's really kind of patched together. You wouldn't. It's got like six doors on this little place. It's got a door on the front that like makes it look like just a regular door. Then it's got a door on the side to the kitchen. I mean, they're only they're not even 12 feet apart. Then another door on this other piece that would uh, serve as a bedroom. It doesn't have a closet, so technically it's not a bedroom, Uh, but it would serve as a bedroom. It's got actually it's got two doors. It's got a door. So there's a door for the kitchen, a door for the, we'll call it a bedroom, then a door for the bedroom, and then a door for the um, garage. So I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, but it's going to be a fun little spot. What I, you know, I'm I'm so I'm so conflicted about what to use it for. I'd like to use it for Airbnb. Or it's an extension of the BNB. and b I usually just say Airbnb because it's kind of like Band-Aid. Band-Aid's a brand name. And everybody everybody says Band-Aid. Um, or, or a Coke. You might mean Pepsi, but you say a Coke because Coke is, has become the generic uh, of that. But anyway, so um, to use it for a B&B, it'd be, per, it'd be really good because it has its own kitchen. It has its own living room. It has a bathroom. It has a bedroom. Uh, but I'd also like to use it for um, commercial purpose, like uh, you know, a little meeting room or a place where I can teach people how to, you know, dehydrate, how to grow sprouts, how to do things, or rent rent it for groups to meet in. I I'm kind of conflicted there. I need to do, but I mean, there's still a lot of work that has to be done. I thought about putting a Murphy bed in a Murphy bed would be perfect to, to make it a multi-purpose facility so that if I don't have something going on, I can rent it out through the B and B. And um, I I just think that would be fascinating because you can get these interesting Murphy beds. And the Murphy bed, if you've never heard of one is a bed that, that folds back up into the wall. So it looks like a big closet, but you open the doors and you pull the bed down, you know, and it stays. I mean, I, I don't know the mechanics of it, but it, it stays down. And then when you're finished, you, you make the bed and you fold it back and you push the bed back up and you close the door. I think it would be perfect. And you'd still have to have, well, you wouldn't really have to have a closet unless you rented it for, um, uh, rental income, like to a tenant long-term, it needs some way, but uh, still yet you could a portable closet there. It can be done. There's several ways to make that happen, but that would be fascinating. And then that bedroom could also be where the Murphy bed would be, could be a, a, a temporary studio or set up for people to do their own broadcasts or podcasts, or I could, you know, do things over there. It just there's several things that I want to try. That, uh, But the first step has to be the roof. So I did reach out to a, it's a it's a larger company that has a franchise, a young man that has a franchise here, local to me. And um, he gave me an estimate, which falls right at the uh, estimates I've had before. Um, the estimate was uh, around uh, eight thousand dollars. Was a little less than eight thousand dollars. I'm thinking it's going to be a little more than that because of the condition of the um, what are they called? Um, the um, oh, it's not it's not the it's not the rafters. It's the boards that go on the rafters that you put the. Tar paper, and then you put the shingles over, well, I forget what they're called, but anyway, that's going to be, because there's a couple holes in the roof where the water comes through, and that's another reason we think that the electric is going to have to be replaced, because there would be water in, like, light like fixtures and stuff, so um, that's going to be right around eight grand, and I, I have, I can, I can do this, this is not a problem, we, I have um, managed to get that kind of, well, anyway, I it, it can be done. 8,000 8, is not uh, unreasonable. So we're going to get that. That hopefully will get started. The problem is the weather. You know, they can't do roofing and rain, and it's going to rain all week. So we're looking like maybe the next week, uh, which is the 26th of June, or the week after, which is after the 4th of July. Um, I doubt that he'd be working the 4th of July. I mean, I know he's a little contractor, but I, we'll see we'll see. Um, I wanted to t- tell you a little bit about, you know, um, the, um, porch, the, the porch project wasn't planned. So it was kind of one of those, oh crap, here we go. Um, but the roof for the doghouse house was one of those th- big things that I wanted to get done this year. And it looks like that's going to happen. So, um, I don't believe really i knocking on wood because that's a superstitious thing with wood nymphs and all this other crap, but <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to getting that done. So um, now a while back I was telling you uh, that my general practitioner had diagnosed me with lymphedema. Now lymphedema is an issue with the lymphatic system, lymph nodes and things like that. Um, and the lymphatic system has... Um, Fluids, protein fluids that circulate through the body, and I have been having issues with swelling in in the feet and legs. And really, it's if if I think about it, because as I was reading about it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's true too. It's not just the feet and legs, but that's where it uh, where you notice it. That's where you notice it. And uh, lymphedema uh, can cause tremendous swelling of uh, of the extremities and disfiguration of them. And um, this is something that has been, uh, has plagued, I know the women in my mom's family specifically, uh, and, um, for as long as I can remember, and I'm 58. Um, so mom and, mom and, and Faye Aunt Faye and Phyllis and all of her sisters used to take water pills. They just generically said, I need to take a water pill. I need to take a water pill. Well, what was happening was they were you know, pulling the the water out of their system with Lasix and um, other diuretics that they could get and uh, to reduce the swelling. That's not exactly what, I mean, it works, but it kind of doesn't. And so um, the, uh, my general practitioner prescribed um, a strong water pill and it's been causing me some issues, but dad and I had an appointment with, um, with our cardiologist, um, I see the cardiologist primarily because of the history. Well, I had one doctor, uh, many years ago. Let's see, Wayne and I've been married 21 years. So it was probably 23, 24 years ago. Um, send me for a, um, heart cath. I was hundred pounds lighter. <laughs> And not really active, active, but I was active. And and so when I went in for it, all the doctors and nurses were like, why are you here? Why are you here? I, said, I don't know she sent me. And so anyway, no, they didn't find anything. I think it was just, she ended up leaving practice. I think it was just the milk system. I think it was just to churn people and make money. So, um, but mom had congestive heart failure. My dad has had heart disease. His is primarily from smoking. Mom didn't smoke where she would have gotten dad secondhand smoke, but Mom's father had heart disease. Mom's m- mom's mother had cancer, but I think she had some heart issues as well. Uh, or at least um circulatory issues that probably from heart disease. She died of cancer though. Um, like I said, her all of her sisters have had this this fluid retention, which and a couple of them had heart issues. Her grandfather, I think was the grandfather when I I was doing a little bit of genealogy stuff and and looking at death certificates had you know heart heart failure listed on the death which ultimately when your heart stops I mean so everybody kind of almost dies of heart failure but anyway so there's a lot of heart disease in the family genetic um, heart disease or or maybe it's not genetic in that it's a flaw I don't know but anyway there's a lot of heart disease in the family and so um, the cardiologist, I was telling him what was going on, and he had a little concerned look on his face, and he said, I want you to get an EKG while you're here today, and I'm like, oh, geez, because, you know, stall, you want to get out of there, but nope, can't leave yet, um, and then, you know, get your, uh, because I hadn't had a stress test since pre-COVID, so get your stress test and a, um, ultrasound and all that stuff, so, um, we've got that scheduled for August. I'll uh, I'll get that taken care of. I have to go back for some lab work. Uh, my general practitioner on Thursday um when I was telling him that the butamide, I think it's called pronounced butamide, was causing me some issues within an hour or so after taking it. I just really feel bad. And he said it might be killing dropping your blood pressure really fast. Take your blood pressure, make sure you take your blood pressure and before and after and all that stuff. And so I, now this isn't conclusive. I, the, I, I was I, I can't take the, the stuff when I'm going to be on the road because I can't. I, I may <laughs> I may not make it to the uh to the bathroom <laughs> because when it kicks in, it kicks in. You gotta find a toilet. You gotta find a toilet. So, but um I did my blood pressure Friday and Saturday and Sunday after before and after I took it, and I swear it looks to me like it's raising my blood pressure. I it's going up. I mean, I tend to have a lower blood pressure. I tend to have like uh, 112, 118, something like that over, I don't know, 60 something. And um, this was going to like 130. And I thought, well, that's, that's kind of odd. Why would it go? I don't know the answer to that. But I thought this is, this is odd. Why would it go up? And then, you know, in conjunction, just making me feel awful. And I do have more muscle cramps, and that's probably related to the potassium, although I am taking potassium. But he, uh, the general practitioner on Thursday was looking at my labs, and he said, when you had your last blood work, two weeks after you started the butamine, or butamide, or whatever it's called, your blood sugar was really high, and there was sugar in your, the glucose in your urine. I'm like, what? Because I've never had that, never had that issue before. I said that doesn't sound right. He said, was it fasting? I said, no. He said, but you still shouldn't have had sugar in your urine, even if you weren't fasting. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, I my A1C stays fine. It it's below any prediabetes level or anything like that. I um sorry about that, I had a little cough. I, I don't know what might have gone on there and I asked him what day of the week it was because you know we have a lot of donuts and stuff for our uh, bibles and brunch and he it was like I don't know it was Friday or Thursday or something it wasn't a bibles brunch day so I don't know what was going on there but I got to go back here in a couple of weeks and do a fasting blood work and um let see what happens I hate fasting blood work I don't like not have because you don't supposed to have coffee or anything and well, you know, it's just cream. I, I gotta have cream in my coffee. I don't like straight up coffee, but anyway, that's, that's where that is. So I'm looking at some, um, health issues that are probably, you know, I, don't... the arthritis, we can say that it's from diet inflammation from, from diet. I don't tend, I really don't eat a lot of stuff. I don't eat a lot of junk that should cause that kind of inflammation. The osteoarthritis I have, um, I just don't I just don't get that it's all from your diet. Can it be from some? Yeah, okay, I'll give you that, but I don't think it's all. And my diet is not outrageous. Some of the um, issues that I have in my spine and in my knees could be traced back, if you want to do it this way. I was a Little League majorette. I was a majorette from... Mm, Third grade, I guess, second or third grade. I mean, all the way up through high school. I well, I wasn't major in high school. I was a drum major in junior high school, and and still in the band in high school. But um, I, I I that kind of stuff. You're just slamming your knees and you're slamming your back. And when you're in parades and stuff, you're just slamming yourself with these hard sole boots and stuff. It's just, I well. I mean, there's some genetic in there too, but uh, it's it's not just um, the issues that I'm having are not just can they be corrected by that? Yeah, if I lose some weight, it'll be easier on me, but it's not going to go away. It's not going to go away. It'll it'll ease up, you know, some of the pain. And yeah, I do need to do that. <laughs> I'll get to that one of these days. I used to I used to be able to I used to walk a couple miles a day. I haven't been doing that for a long time, and I I you know you probably hear me when I breathe. You're kind of going. <laughs> Some of that's probably a little lung disease, too, because um, smoking and um, I actually did I ever share with you that I came up. You know how you get those tuberculosis tests where they do the little button and they mash it on you? or You get the little bubble with the needle under there. I come up hot on that back in. Let's see. Brian was born in. Eighty nine. Probably about 95, 1995, 1997, something like that. Brian David, my younger son, the one that died, um, he was in Head Start. And I was going to volunteer and you had to go have a tuberculosis test. That was part of it before you could volunteer. And I come up hot on that tuberculosis test. And I mean, those Head Start girls' eyes just got huge. (laughs) It's like, you need to talk to your doctor about it. Because it felt to me like a bee sting. I mean, almost immediately after they after they did it, it started bothering me like a bee sting, and um, I went over to the uh, to the health department and I said, "Hey, look, here's what." Oh yeah, yep, that's a positive test. I'm like, "Well, why?" <laughs> I never could figure out why. The closest thing I could come to was um, when I was living in Texas and pregnant with my older son. I was in the hospital for um, about four months. In bed, and it was a military hospital. And because I, you know, I, I was in premature labor and they kept me on medications and stuff. And so I was in this confined area with people who were coming in from all over the world. I mean, um, Lackland Air Force Base, Wilford Hall, was one of the best uh, neonatal intensive care units in the world. And they were bringing people in from everywhere. And I mean, it's just, I may have been exposed there. Who knows? We don't know. I can't, I can't, there's no, I can't say anybody that I've ever known in my life that had tuberculosis. So I went through the health department tests and, uh, or not tests, but the treatments had some kind of pill and some kind of B vitamin thing that you have to take for six weeks or something. And I did all that. And they said, you should be good. If you have tuberculosis at all, it should encapsulate it. You probably will never experience it or not. So I have to have X-rays now if I want to do that. I can't take the tuberculosis test, but I also smoked for wow, 20 years, probably or 25 years, and I've been quit that long too. But I had childhood asthma. I had I've had a lot of things that probably um, contribute to some of my breathing <laughs> breathing problems. Oh gosh, that went off track by a long shot. Um. So, yeah, there's some health issue things that, I mean, I'm not on death's doorstep or anything like that. I'm just kind of being annoyed <laughs> with my health issues at this point. And uh, there's some things that I need to do to uh, to fix that uh, or at least um, adjust adjust some things. So I do need to start walking again. I just don't know where I'm when I'm supposed to do it. I mean, I, I'd have to give up sleep to do it, and I don't get much sleep now. <laughs> so... Oh, let me do a little a little shameless uh, plug here. Along with my swallow of coffee, I'm out of creamer upstairs. That's a little little light than what I usually like to drink. Uh, So the today is West Virginia Day. Happy birthday to the state of West Virginia, 160 years old. So. There's a special, the West Virginia Day promo is, is over and done for this year, but there is a promo for broadcast listeners that is always in effect, and it's podcast five, the word podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T five, enter the promo code for direct book only, and that'll get you 5% off your stay at Holstein House. Now, that one's good all the time. That one's good all the time. So you should be able to use it anytime you see this broadcast. If you want to stay, you go to uh, RobinHolstein.com. Look for Holstein House on the menu and uh, direct book. It doesn't work for Airbnb. You direct book and you'll get 5% off. Now, for for Independence Day, uh, which is July 4th every year in the United States, it's Independence Day. Um, INDI10 is the promo code for your stay between June 30th and July the 4th, 2023. Uh, so that's 10% off your stay uh, during, for Independence Day, INDI 10, 10, 10% off your stay. Um, if you'd like to pay with Bitcoin, you just go to robinholstein.com and contact or use one of the um, uh, ways that's listed in the uh, description below. And we will work out a way for you to pay for your room with Bitcoin. And I will give you 15% off your stay. Not cumulative. That doesn't mean you can use Indie and use Bitcoin and get 25%. It's uh, 15% off your stay if you use Bitcoin. Now, if you do that, then... I will block the calendar after we agree and I give you uh, the QR code. I will block the calendar for 24 hours so that you can make that payment. And then after that, I will release it. There's a mat in here. (laughs) Uh, I will release it after uh, 24 hours. So you get an extra 5% off uh, for your using Bitcoin. So it's 15%. You also can choose when you direct book, direct book only. And that's direct book for the uh, Bitcoin as well. You also have the option to choose a package for chocolate and coffee. It's one of my favorites. Uh, it's an in-room treat of Hall's chocolates, made in almost heaven, West Virginia, and a serving of hand-ground, locally roasted, almost heaven whole bean coffee from Coal River Coffee Company for your breakfast, if you like. It's not a you don't have to. It's if you like. So go to RobinHolstein.com and choose Holstein House from the menu. Use the link to check the dates that you want to stay, and you'll see the option for chocolate and coffee package there. And if you choose it, you can choose it for stays between now and December 31st. It's not available for Airbnb. We do take Airbnb. I know sometimes it sounds like we don't, but the problem with Airbnb is they want a significant cut. Significant cut. Significant cut. And uh, by direct booking, you save that, and you get a few little extra perks. Let me talk really quick about the garden and our poultry. The front porch fruit and vegetable garden—more fruit than vegetable. Matter of fact, it's all fruit, (laughs) no vegetables at this point. I didn't um, get—I didn't get any uh, lettuce plant. I was hoping I was going to plant some lettuce. I didn't get it done. It's. It's really producing nicely. I can get uh, a couple cups of strawberries just about every day right now. And the the, the blueberries aren't. It's the bush. It's probably going to be next year before the bush does any good. But, oh, and a handful of tomatoes. I do have that uh, tomato plant that's out there. They're just little, little old plum tomatoes, but they're really good. They taste really good. And you can just pick them, you know, pinch them right off the vine and bring them in and eat them, rinse them off and eat them. I haven't sprayed any fertilizers or anything, so you're just going to rinse off any little bugs or dust, road dust or anything off of there. So, um, now it's not, this little garden is never going to produce enough for preserving, so I'm not going to be overwhelmed with strawberries to make, so that I can make jam, unless I just make a couple little, little uh, cups full, or the tomatoes. I mean, it's just going to be enough for a little bit of a tomato each day, Uh, but that's, um, that's fine. That helps that helps reduce the demand on the pantry. It helps reduce the demand on the shopping trips to the grocery store. So every time I get a little cup of either tomatoes or or strawberries or something, that has reduced the cost of feeding somebody here in the house by that little bit. And you know, strawberries are kind of expensive when you get them at the store. You get a couple of pints for what five dollars, four dollars. And uh, you know, I, I'm getting that in a week, and they're not rotting in the refrigerator. They do tend to last a little longer when you pick them fresh off your front porch. The backyard garden is growing. It there, it is uh, their fruits and vegetables are developing. The green beans are slow to take off. Uh, the, this, the beans um, were a little old, so I'm not surprised. I'm not getting the um, production that I, I suspected. I think I put three beans in each container, and I've got only one has come up so out of six i've got one um and then so i came back a couple weeks later when i didn't see any production or any growth and um put in another one another couple and one of those has come up so my beans may not do very well uh this year i also got a late start on those it shouldn't have been that late but i did and the cherry tomatoes that i have out there are growing there none of those are red yet they're all green so the chickens haven't really eaten them up yet, but <laughs> it's coming. Uh, they're not uh, vining as well as I thought they would. They're kind of bushy instead of viney. And I really wanted them to vine up over the arch that I put out there. They're not growing that way yet. So hopefully that's just kind of because cool. But I would think it would be more along the lines of the daylight hours and the string. Maybe, I mean, that's a decent place. They're growing better there than they did in the other spot last year. a long shot but they're still not where i'd like to see them so we'll see what happens in the next couple weeks the ducklings oh they're so darling they're growing like weeds they're almost as tall as the mama duck they're not as big as the mama duck so they're not as as um broad as the mama duck it we think maybe all four are girls they kind of all they're all marked alike they all kind of sound like there's no little curl that definitely you when you know when you see that little curl on the tail for a male uh duck and it we don't see them that yet so at five weeks i don't see him i don't see him uh mr holstein thinks they're all female i'm kind of kind of agreeing now one of them, the coloring is still they're still really shaggy looking and gray not uh, cream colored like their mama. And there's not a lot of markings like the male. Their, um, their chest is kind of brownish, brownish gray um, uh, from the neck down under the wings. And there's a little bit of white at the edge of a few feathers um, on their wings, but they don't really have a definitive color yet other than that gray, model gray. And, um, but they are getting their feathers in. He the male duck still chases at least one of them. I don't know if it's the same one every time. I keep thinking that might be another male. Uh, Mr. Holstein is is pretty. He pretty well feels like they're all female, um, but um, he's just a jerk. He really is. And we we talked about taking him out of the um, uh, coop and putting him in freezer camp, and we almost were going to do it. And I said, I don't know. He's a proven producer. You know, now we know he's producing eggs. So I'm still debating that. We'll see what happens. The uh, ISA Brown that I snuck a couple of pecan eggs under, those eggs are no good. Those eggs are no good. So I'm going to be taking care of those this week. Um, I mean, one of them I can see inside is just a liquidy mess uh, and it needs to be pitched. The other one is I can't really see Um but I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna hatch. I think they all got just too cool. She tried to stay on them, but what I did notice was happening was that the other hens were trying were trying to scoot her out of that nest box, and so those eggs were getting rolled. They were getting rolled out all the time. And you know, if I tried that again, I'm not sure how I would do it. Um, I'd need a different setup. But she picked where she was, and it was safe. I mean, safe from predators. But it wasn't safe from the other hens. So the eggs were getting rolled. Um, so I, I don't think those, that's not going to, those aren't going to work. At least one of the two that's left is not going to work. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that other one's not going to either. So, um, that's, that was a failed experiment, but I mean, you know, you learn, now I know what's going on in there, and I can uh, try to do something about it the next time, if I let her go brooding next time, I've, up until now, I've I've broken her, I've not let her set, but she set this time, and um, and we'll see, the hens, the number of eggs I'm getting right now are all low, I kept them all in um, the coop the other day, and it really didn't make any difference, so they're of an age now where they're not going to produce every day and I really I'm going to have to pull the trigger on either getting some I may run out to rural king I hate to run out to rural king because it's such a long drive but it really would it make uh so we want to try to think about the math on that the fuel that unless I'm already out that way and I don't really have a reason to go out that way um this week the math on that just doesn't add up the math on it to um go out and um, pick up chicks to not pay as much as they are over at Tractor unless it's just the different varieties that are out there I have to think about that because um, if I go to Tractor Supply I'm at the mercy of what they've got and the last time I was there they only had a couple of breeds Rural King the last time I was out there they had quite a few different breeds and um, uh, I don't know. i have to think about that some more. So let's see. I am pretty well, uh, we've got the portrayals. We talked about the dog house, um, guests. I've had several guests in the past few weeks. Um, I really wanted to do a series on, I have, I'm not going to be doing um, a special on or a series talk today on, um, things for the, uh, for it for housing an airbnb or b&b in your house or small homestead today i was not able to get the topic developed the way i wanted to and i didn't want to halfway do it so if you noticed i didn't do that today i um uh, i'm going to i'm going to get that together for next week so that we can talk about it when we're live um let's see, I'm going to really be winding down now, even we're going to finish up a little early today, I think, what's going on right now in the area from the 20th to the 24th, there's West Virginia Freedom Festival in Logan, the 22nd through the 24th, the Quilt Festival in Summersville, the Mountain State Art and Crafts Fair in Ripley, that is an absolutely fun thing to do, and it's from the 30th to to July 2nd in Ripley, um, And, uh, I'd love to go up there. I'd love to go up there if I got the opportunity, um, this year to go. Mr. Holstein will be having some time off coming up pretty soon. I would like, I would like to go to that. I don't know if I'll be able to go or not, but we will see. We will see. And then the Charleston Stern Regatta, which has been revived. It went several years without having it. Um, it's from the June 30th through July the 4th. And that's, it's a carnival-like atmosphere, um, and they have a lot of live music on the levee, and uh, boats and fireworks, all kinds of stuff. It's, it's kind of fun. Well, I don't have my cold wallet yet, cold card wallet yet. I, uh, I'm going to be taking care of that. I just haven't had time to focus on it. It's going to be something that I'm going to have to have the time to do, and that's probably not going to be until at least next month uh, when we get our, uh, our, um, Uh, john 2117 project back on to just wednesday so that i won't be uh tuesday wednesday thursday at the church all morning and setting up and cleaning up afterwards and stuff so it will just be on wednesday it'll be focused on wednesday and sunday for church service obviously um we'll have that uh, i'll have more time to work on that cold wallet i am on a telegram group for that and by the way holstein house does have a telegram group so if you use telegram it's t.me slash Holstein house and uh, go over there and, and join in and join the talk over there. That's uh, that can be fun sometimes. Um, I'm behind on my post over there this morning. Uh, so that I'll, I'll work on that cold wallet here soon. Um, I'll be getting one. I was upset. Fold, the fold card, uh, F-O-L-D. Um, it is a prepaid, uh, Visa card that you can earn Bitcoin, earn, earn Satoshis and buy Bitcoin and stuff through. Um, they are not letting you buy anything right now. They're going through an update or a change or something. And so you can't buy uh, on it. I mean, you can use it for purchases, but you don't you don't buy uh, Bitcoin with them right now. So um, it's kind of frustrating, but I need to investigate more um, some of the um, ways to purchase without all of the reporting <laughs> let me just put it that way <laughs> i just want to be able to buy it I, I don't, it's nobody's business whether i have it or not so i i uh, i want to just uh, get that i want to get that that cold wallet and i need to work on a way to um to do that <laughs> i'll just leave it alone <laughs> don't uh, don't offer any more than's absolutely necessary there Uh, Now, I think I told you the other day that uh, we're not getting a new pastor at our church. Um, I was hoping to hear back from our district superintendent. He reached out to me the other day and asked me if I had time uh, Wednesday, which will be tomorrow uh, as I record. And I said, you know, here's what I've got. If if you want to talk to me face to face, you're going to have to come to the church because we've got Bible study in the morning. And I have guests coming in the afternoon and I just don't have time to drive to Charleston to chat and um, if you can, if we can do it over the telephone here, you know, here's the t- between noon and two is, is the best time to do that. And then I, I, it's been radio silence from them since then. I, uh, I like our di- district superintendent personally. I really do. Um, I'm kind of flustered with him right now because again, it's kind of like that contractor on my front porch. I've had to pull information out of him. I had no idea we weren't going to be getting a new pastor in July um july is when most new pastors begin and i thought well i'll find out at the annual conference who our new pastor is because i knew we didn't have one up to the end of june and uh, when i reached out to the ds and asked him specifically he said oh you're not getting one and i mean it just it really upset me so i've been le- i've been letting that set and just leave it alone and let it set um and i do like him i do like him i i don't um I am very frustrated uh, over the lack of um, information I'm getting from him. And it's not like it's not technically a lack of support. I mean, because he has he has fielded some calls that they don't that people aren't happy with me being in the position position I'm in. I didn't ask for this position. I didn't court this position. Um, This the position I'm in at my church came about because our pastor needed and and I'm not dissing him at all. Um, he needed to step back, I get it, uh, and then other people walked away, and it was either step up, or shut the church down, and at that point, I'm like, I, I can't, I can't watch the church be shut down, maybe that's the long term, maybe that's what's going to happen, but right now, as challenging as it is, is, we, the doors are still open, I have some other ideas, I still need some, some warm bodies, I need people Um, to help me with that I really think it'll work if I could get a handful of people to help me out with it but um, right now I don't have that Uh, and of course if there's nobody following you're not leading so I don't consider myself a leader in this but I I do consider myself someone who is working hard to keep the church open Um, I do have I I mean there are there are a couple of people that are still with the church but it's they're not able to um, go out and do what I've got in mind but anyway um, it's just, a, uh, an update that we still aren't getting a, uh, a new pastor yet. Um, and, uh, I'm going to be busy with that still yet as we continue. But as I said, the Bibles and Brunch and the, the project is going to be rolling into just Wednesdays here pretty soon. And that will make things a little easier on my scheduling. So, uh, I'm going to start wrapping up with that. Um, there's really not a whole lot else going on that I can share with you at this point. And I apologize. I really wanted to have another piece of the series for people considering hosting uh, a BNB out of their home at their homestead. I, and I apologize. I didn't have that ready. I I'm going to go back. My plan is my plan is to go back and flag these series that I have talked about and cobble them into a standalone video uh, uh, of, um, of each of those, uh, so that I can, you know, have have that on a playlist, uh, so that people can, you know, follow that playlist of building a B and B or creating a and B their home. Uh, I've also thought about trying to do a, um, not really a Kickstarter, but like a Kickstarter with a different program for the doghouse build. I'm not sure. I mean, I I understand how they work. I just don't know if I can get it working. I'm not sure. I never can. One of the one of my <laughs> things that I have trouble with is what do people want? I mean, if you do a Kickstarter, what if I did a Kickstarter for the doghouse? And if, and feel free to comment. Um, if I did a Kickstarter for the doghouse, what do you want? What tchotchkes do you want? How uh, h- how do you want? If you if you if you were to donate a hundred dollars towards the um, doghouse project, what do you what do you want in return for that hundred bucks? A sticker? I mean, I have stickers. A t-shirt? I can do a t-shirt. Um, I, I just don't get it. I don't I don't get what people want when they do that. Um, maybe it's because I never really got into it. But I'd love to know. I'd love to hear your thoughts on. What would be an appropriate um, reward for chipping in on a project like that? Um, do you want, uh, would you want two free nights at Holstein house? Would, would that, would that work? I mean, we're not a touristy destination. B and B. We're kind of a stopover B and B. I mean, not, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. So, but I'm going to um, going to wrap up now so that I can get this up and get it uh, going for the um, the upload for at ten o'clock. And then I've got to get up the road and get some things for the um, uh, project today at the church. And a couple, I got a couple other stops that i have got to do today. Um you know, I noticed the ums again today. <laughs> so I apologize for all of that. I, I do try to work on it, but I just I'm human. I blow it. But I'm going to end there and I want to thank you very much for joining me and participating and watching and following along. And uh if I get this done right, it'll be up at 10 o'clock. <laughs> Carla last week mentioned she she had trouble getting, she she'd made such a habit of listening to broadcasts on tuesdays that she was having trouble getting up and getting going and on her days on her tuesdays and i thought well that's odd because i posted a a show yesterday she should have been able to see it but i think i posted it for the wrong time but i want to get that done right today so carla won't have trouble getting dressed this morning But I'm going to stop there. And I really thank you very much for joining me. And I'd love to hear your comments. Please like and subscribe and share and all that great stuff. And we'll see you next time. Bye bye. So there you have it.